Hello and welcome back. This is V19 of the Club Cool podcast, where we meet at the intersection of style and pop culture, brought to you by Grand X Media. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, and I'm here as always with producer Micah, of course, over there on the ones and twos, just mixing it up for us. And today I have our unofficial co-host and recurring guest star, Philip Battaglia. What's up? You've got a, you've got you're you're like a series regular, you're, but but you've got this you've got a really long arc on this on this show. That's right. You know? I refuse We're, any yeah. sort of official title. It's going to be unofficial. From right, here on right. Well, I mean, and, and as you just told told us off air a few minutes ago, you might have to take a phone call here yep. from your from priority numero uno, mm-hmm. your actual job. Correct. And so you know, if we lose you for a few minutes, we do. And because your title is unofficial. That, it, it's okay. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The if moment you, I go official. The moment no... you go official, that door locks and you're just you're just in here. Damn. And, and you can't be closing all of these deals and, and doing what you do. So that's you know Good so, to know. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on with you, Phil? How's uh, how's that new house? The new the new house is great, man. Um it's you know, again, that's all I'm copying copying right now is is um house Johns. Uh house Johns are good. Yeah. Very good. I've I've been looking for for throw pillows. Ah, yeah, and I actually did see. I was shopping around up at the domain. I went mm-hmm. to Stag Stag Provisions, which great store. Check out their website. Mm-hmm. They're Austin. They started in Austin, but now they have stores in Dallas and Houston, as well as Venice Beach. Um, they've got they had some really cool kind of like almost like tie dye looking blue and white ones that that I'm thinking about. Are they reasonable? Did, um, yeah, like like. A little pricey. Yeah, they, I mean, they were one twenty five each. Okay, which is uh, original. Like seven months ago, I would have thought that was a lot for a throw pillow, uh-huh. and now I'm like, yeah. okay. Once you get in there, that's a that's a decent price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're like hand, you know, hand done and the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. And it also comes. Here's a dirty little secret. A lot of throw pillows. You're just buying like the, yeah. the 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 outside cover. I was just about to not, ask you. Does not it come the with the pillow, pillow? Not the actual pillow. <laughs> So for that price and to, and to to be well done like that and to come with the pillow, it's like okay, well now you know, I'm I'm getting conditioned to be like oh okay, that's it, fine. It's, it's remarkable how your mind begins to justify the cost of some of these things yeah. for the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, did did you see that Will posted his mm-hmm. his space on the male living space Reddit thread? <laughs> <laughs> I think it went like semi-viral. I haven't. Seen it has that. like 500 ups or likes or whatever you call those things on Reddit. Uh, I'm only on 4chan. I don't fuck with Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, his his place is is looking nice. I you know I thought it was uh, it, no credit to Sally whatsoever. Just uh-huh. he, he claims to own everything in that living room, <laughs> and he posted on male living space, I which, I, which I thought was pretty funny. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we're we're um. We're picking off pieces, you know, here and there, but we're to the point in, in our lives, which the same can be said for anything that I buy, not anything, but the stuff that I put the most thought into for, as far as clothing goes, it, it, I'm going for um, quality right, right, first, yeah. and stuff that's going to last and stand the test of time. Yeah. So with that comes hefty price tags. Yes. So right now that's all I'm doing. I haven't Indeed. bought anything except for, we'll get into this later. Uh, a couple things from J Crew. Well, yeah, let's talk about it. You just okay. you, you you made a few purchases from J Crew. Yeah, which we talk about all the time. They're constantly running a sale. 
that's the, the weird thing about it. Like mm-hmm. every time I, I, I'm no longer frightened about missing out on like the, the end of the timing on no. like one of their 30 or 35 or 40% sales. Yeah. Because as soon as it ends, the next one is just on. It, like you're it's never, missing it's never ending. However, I missed big time on one of these. Remember? You, you did. You did. <laughs> so one of these things that you bought is actually something that I bought like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's this like dark navy and, and bright blue kind of hooded anorak and kind of like a, a treated cotton mm-hmm. basically. And I tweeted you this, I or yeah. I, or I, I you slapped, slapped you this link because yeah. there was a, a price mistake on it and it was <laughs> going for $25 25. with the promo code. I paid full price. <laughs> no, well, with idiot. some type of discount, right? Not on that. There was a discount on the other, the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you paid full price for the other one? 148 bucks. Oh man. Instead I, of 25. That just but that does make me even happier about my about my steal. Well, this will please you. I sent it back both of these. Okay. Back. Done. Yeah. Didn't work. Um so I bought the which I didn't realize was unisex. It's listed as unisex 1989 side zip cotton anorak. Yeah, they do they have this little like capsule that they're labeling the 1989 stuff mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's all things that they're pulling from their archive. Mm-hmm. And they're they're doing the whole kind of unisex androgynous like just pick whatever size works for you and it's like it's for guys and girls and there's like a couple of rugby shirts and that anorak and I well I like got a, an extra small and it didn't fit man I it, did it was not big. it was big in all the wrong places yeah it yeah. fit um, the length was fine mm-hmm. the length in the sleeves was fine it was just too bulky um, not only in the chest, but a, a bit in the arms. But what I couldn't get past, and I have a jacket that's similar to this that fits much better, is this anorak and a lot of anoraks lend themselves to, you can do a full zip. Right. Up right. all the way, you know, um, to the neck. But the whole, that the amount of material, it was too much. Okay. The yeah. amount of material that piled up around the neck was too much. Yeah. The other thing I got was the field mechanic jacket in olive moss. It's a exactly what it sounds like mm-hmm. a field jacket that could be worn by a mechanic because there's lots of pockets in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for something like this, yeah. military inspired. Um, it's got some some chunkiness to the to the jacket, and what I really liked about it was the high collar, yeah, that housed the um, the hood. Mm-hmm. Um and it fit much better. I also got an extra small on this. It just doesn't. It didn't seem. This is going to sound stupid, but it, it didn't seem like m- me something that I would wear. Okay, okay. it wasn't different enough for yeah. me. So, um, that got the kibosh as well. Okay. Well, hey, you know that always feels good as well. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> if you, like the you know it's it's I, I love shopping and i love online shopping but a big part of it is just like getting the package it's just like the the endorphins that i get when i know a package is at the door yeah and then it's like then there's like a big come down because i've just spent money (laughs) and so sometimes it's just like the best of both worlds to like get the package and open it and try something on and then it's like no this doesn't work sending it back (laughs) like yeah no harm no foul yeah no exactly (laughs) (laughs) but uh it kind of works out because i I probably should have mentioned this before we got on air is uh, this tomorrow i'm going back to california to get some work done on the sleeve oh wow so i need all the cash your trip is here it is here session number two okay upon us are you doing anything else out there you still you spend in a few days or is this like almost exclusively for for just work done on the tattoo just for the tattoo and i'm going by myself ashley's out on this one because she couldn't get off work and 
you know, it is not very exciting for someone to watch. Yeah, did, yeah. You know, someone else imagine. get tattooed okay. for hours. So what, what's happening on, on this trip? Um, more shading. So more of the black shading that um, he only got, you know, up a little bit over the forearm. Mm-hmm. So hoping to get, it's going to be two days of tattooing. So hoping to get most of the shading done. Nice. I, I'm not very uh, optimistic that we will, though, because yeah. it takes forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely make sure to to update on the the Instagram and the Twitter when you get back. See, see what the the work looks like. Speaking of our Twitter, that is at Club Cool Pod on Twitter. That is where you want to follow to get like links to sales that I'm tracking. I'll tweet out links to like these jackets that Phil's talking about. A lot of you guys have been asking about the wide brim hat that you've seen in a couple of my photos recently. And although that one is no longer available, I've tweeted out a couple of links to some similar styles that that look about the same. So the Twitter is like very informational, very like sale heavy, very link heavy. And then, of course, on our Instagram at Club Cool Pod, that's kind of where you follow along with like stuff that we're talking about on the podcast and just a whole bunch of other random like pop culture and style stuff that that's cool and that I'm interested in. And uh, I mean, it's it's just a it's a. It would be something that I would follow even if I didn't listen to the podcast. So That's what I was about to say. It's yeah. very helpful stuff. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, I, I'm obviously promoting like this hashtag big plaid coats movement on Instagram. It's trending. That, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It now populates and it's like 10 public posts. I'm pretty sure they're all from me. So, <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten like Mr. Porter or Refinery29 or, or the cut to like, you know, to join me yet. But. Man, I just got to say, it's like I started this because I was seeing it more and more. And now, yeah. you, now you guys are like sending me examples as well, whether they're your own or whether like it's a new post from some other blogger or publication and, and it's like a big plaid coat. And it's kind of like you ever have that sensation where you're like, you know what? I, I usually it usually happens with cars. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about like this Mazda CX-9 or whatever. It's like that that could be a good one for me. And then you just start seeing them everywhere. Uh, yeah, right. Well, that's what's happening here. Like, I am inundated with big plaid coats. This 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 phenomenon is real. It is everywhere. Like, this is just... I don't remember a trend being this prominent, even. Like, just almost kind of all of a sudden, too. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's literally everywhere. It's in the mainstream shops like J. Crew and Bonobos and all over the, the high-end stuff like Matches Fashion and Mr. Porter, too. So next week, get ready, because next week on V20, a.k.a. VXX... We are going to address the big plaid coat phenomenon that I've been bombarding you with on Instagram. And wow. I will, I'll will i have a rundown of some of my favorites, and we're going to go across price range, too. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, so we'll do a le- we'll, I'll talk about at least, like, you know, somewhere in the range of six to ten coats, and we'll, we'll kind of start at, like, that $200 introductory mm-hmm. price range, and we'll go straight up to, like, the $3,000 Rafsim and shit that none of, us, none of us will ever own. Yeah. That's what you want. Exactly. On today's show, however... Got a, got a nice little group of things to talk about here. We're going to start off with a couple of things that I know I've I know I've touched base on a few times, and I, I don't I don't love to like run these topics back, but the hair is something that I continue to get asked about, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk a little bit about like the sneaker conundrum that I've been noticing as well that relates to like a lot of what you guys are asking me as far as sneaker recommendations go. And after that, we are going to get into a little bit more of a discussion. Uh, I got a, a, a question slash prompt from a listener that I really, really thought was like a great question. It's really cool to kind of examine. 
And it's basically about when you when you want something that a brand that like an OG brand did, like should you go back? Should you go buy it from that brand that like originated the product? Mm-hmm. Or is it cool to like buy like new spins on those types of items? So we're going to get into that in the back half of the podcast. Before we jump in, let's talk about MeUndies because V19 today is brought to you by MeUndies. You've probably heard me talk about them before. Today, I'm wearing a pair of MeUndies. MeUndies. I combined V and Me there. I'm wearing a pair of MeUndies. Prove it. <laughs> yeah, that, that photo's coming soon. I've got the trunks on. I've also got a pair of MeUndies cotton socks on. Now, those are comfortable. Yeah. I have a pair of those. Yeah. And the thing about these MeUndies trunks, I mean, you already know about the micro modal fabric, three times softer than cotton. Mm. You know that they come in like all sorts of crazy seasonal prints. They're dropping like a new print every single week for the holiday season right now. I like to stick to the solid colors, but if you're out there for the fun prints, this is the place for you. I go bold. These these things just they glide on, mm-hmm. man. And you know, you don't want you don't want your trunks or your, or your 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 briefs or whatever you choose to be too constricting on the thigh, but you don't want them to be too loose either. You don't want them to be baggy. These are hitting that perfect middle ground. And then, yeah, I know what you're wondering. You're like, "Well, what if this fabric on this perfect pair of underwear could just be all down my legs?" Right? That's yes. that's probably what you're wondering. Well, it can because their lounge pants are made from the exact same micro modal fabric. Oh my god. And if you're not just like this holiday season, if you're not lounging on your couch shopping Black Friday sales, wearing your me on these lounge pants or your t-shirts or your trunks or maybe you're sitting next to your your girlfriend or your wife and you just bought her some some hot ass boy shorts and some bralettes, you know, it this is just awesome awesome stuff. So you need to go to MeUndies.com slash cool. You will get 15% off of your entire first order. Nice. Just so you might as well make that first order a big one. You're going to love this stuff. So put it in the bag. Great gift item. Secure the bag. Great gift item. That's MeUndies.com slash cool. This is no risk at at all. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't like what you get, MeUndies is going to do whatever they have to do to get you in the right thing or give you a full refund. So... You, there's no reason not to check them out. All right. It's meundies.com slash cool. We're big fans over here. Give it a look. 15% off of your entire first order. All right, Phil. It's time to jump in. This segment right here, it's just called hair. That's that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> but specifically, what I want to talk about is 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 just kind of like a like an all-around tips and guide to like caring for your hair and doing Mm -hmm. something different with it and getting it cut and getting it styled um because you know i've it's something that i've been dealing that i've been you know uh conscious about for many many years now and so i've i've learned several things along the way one of them is that the grass is always greener on the other side I, and for the guys out there, it, it, next time you see one of your girlfriends or your wife or your, your significant other or whatever, just ask them, ask them if they have the type of hair that they want. And I Mm -hmm. almost guarantee that the answer is no. Yeah. Like girls with straight hair, they wish they had curly hair. Girls with like super tight ringlets, they hate their, they hate that they have curly hair. They wish they could straighten their hair, you know? So it's like it, it, and that's, I think the reason that is, is because you're very limited with what you can do with your hair 
by the hairstyle that you have. So, you know, for me, I, I, I absolutely appreciate any type of compliment I get on my hair. I am very appreciative of my hair. I think it is good. But at the same time, it's like all the styles that I really, really want. Like I can't do like a Bradley Cooper thing from A Star is Born because he has really like wavy hair. Mm -hmm. It's not curly, but it's got like a lot of like texture and wave to it. So like it shapes, you know, like it it sits on his head well in that kind of like mid to long length. Whereas for me, I have really, really straight hair. So it's like I, I can't pull that off and it gets really, really floppy. And like when it gets to kind of this... When it gets a little bit longer than what I have right now, it's like the only kind of longer hairstyle that I can do is basically like a slick back, you know, <laughs> and I look like Patrick Bateman, basically. So it, that's the first thing that that is just kind of like a universal thing is your hair restricts what you can actually do with it. And therefore, it, you, almost everybody like kind of wishes that they had something else. Um, so... That's one thing that you just have to like identify and 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 move past and know what type of hair you have. Um, that's also important because no matter what, no matter where you're going to get your hair cut, whether you're going to like an $8 place in a strip center or you're going to like a more traditional barbershop or you're going to a salon, you got to bring pictures. It, it, I don't care how much, how like expensive the stylus is or how cheap the stylus is bring pictures because that is super helpful for anybody Mm -hmm. and you gotta you gotta bring in a style that that is similar to your hair so that that's you know like i can bring in that photo of bradley cooper and a star is born and my stylist is going to be like okay but he has wavy hair yeah and you're not so the look is not going to be the same we can get you to that length but the look's not going to be the same i like to go and just point at one of the styles on the wall on uh-huh, that, the uh-huh. stock photos that they keep in there. <laughs> yeah. And just like say, a, like a, like a tattoo shop. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'll have that grim reaper right, right. there. <laughs> the, that's called flash. With that, with that, what do you mean? The, 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 the art on the wall is called flash art. Okay. Because it's quick, I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want in a hairstyle. Okay. Is that what you do? No. Yeah, okay. They used to have, I remember back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, you'd come in and they just have like these big, like massive magazines, yeah. book styles yeah, that that's are how just you like the wild out there, like <laughs> of the moment hair, everything and everything that I'm picturing though is like very, very nineties, uh-huh. but you know, it was cutting edge then. All right. So that's tip number one, bring in photos no matter where or, or who you're going to see. All right. Next couple of things about like my daily hair care about five years ago, I bought an expensive blow dryer and it it was, it was life changing. Really? Yes. You go to the drugstore, you look around, you probably are under the impression that a hairdryer should maybe cost like somewhere in the range of 20 or $30. Those things are shit. (laughs) They are what you pull off the wall in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. They do not dry very quickly. They're not very powerful. And they will fall apart in a couple years. Mm-hmm. You you re- really to get a good hair dryer, you need to be in like the triple digits. You need to spend over a hundred bucks on one. It just has way more. It's basically what it has is like a bigger heater and pa- more powerful engine to mm-hmm. be doing the blow drying. Melt your face. Yeah, that, and that's what you want. You want a lot. Of, you want you want a lot of power. You want a lot of heat because that is that is what 
what your hair is reacting to is the heat. That's how that that's why like you know, I'm I'm thinking of like uh like Justin Timberlake back in the suit and tie days. He was where he was rocking that like super high fade pompadour type thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like that I promise you that required like thirty or forty minutes of blow drying <laughs> every time he hit an event or red carpet or whatever. You've tried it. I, I've tried it and it is I can't do it. <laughs> even with my even with my fancy blow dryer. Like that is and that's another important thing to remember is like these celebrities that are out there on talk shows or red carpet events or or whatever, like anytime that they are, that they know they're being photographed, they got the glam team, man. They got three people sitting there working on their hair. Yeah, they have those, those roller brushes. Yeah, they're, and in a, they're in a chair for 30 minutes with somebody using like four blow dryers and two cans of hairspray to like yeah to seal that thing up dude my hair if you hit this thing with a blow dryer it turns into just a straight up fro <laughs> it doesn't work for me yeah well and that's i mean that's yeah not everybody needs a blow dryer no. and when my hair is short when i go short with it i i don't it's very easy to just towel dry throw in a little product and go but once you start getting length once you start adding length blow dryer is very important for like pushing the hair around and shaping it and keeping it in like the position that you want it to, mm-hmm. to stay in basically. So look into that. If you, if you're going for a longer style, if you have longer hair and you're having trouble, like basically keeping it in place or, or getting it to do what you want it to do or, or go in a certain direction, upgrade that blow dryer. The one I've, I've had this thing for like five or six years now. And it is still going strong. It's as powerful as ever. It's in great shape. I've dropped it twenty times, like so. You, durable, very durable. You care so to drop a, just, uh, This is just an, the a latest example. What's up? Drop a brand on us. Who is it? Uh, it's it's by the brand is I believe it's called Pibs. Pibs. I'll look. I'll look this up as well. While it's, he looks that up, I would like to just describe to you really quickly out there Barrett's hair today. I wish these <laughs> fucking cameras worked. When are we going to have these things in working order? We yeah, by the in. end of the year. Okay. Yeah. So I'm it's on sure Mike, it's on producer Micah's to do list. I know that. It's his it's rock. Your, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Barrett has this wave rocking today that <laughs> if you had the little surfing emoji guy and placed him on his forehead, it would be so perfect. <laughs> it's the perfect pipe. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. You know what I do? You know what else I do? I don't actually have this on my list of notes, but I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what else. If you're trying to do something that's like where you're trying to get longer hair to push back and like Mm -hmm. stay in that shape and like not flop down in your face, a lot of times like I'll do my hair and then I'll put on a hat. Yes, I've done that. Yeah, and that so kind of you you everybody knows about hat hair, Mm -hmm. like and then you're just like a helmet on your hair, but that's more if you've like been wearing it all day. You wear it for 20 minutes. It kind of like helps frame that what what you're trying to get it to do and like push it down on the sides a little bit and keep it kind of pushed back a little bit, you know. If I want my hair to kind of look a, a bit more messy because it looks a little too mm-hmm. put together, I'll put a hat on for like, yeah, like you said, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so this one that I have is called a, it's a Pibs Twin Turbo. Woo, baby. Yeah. So another thing. Twin that, uh, Turbo, Micah. Another thing that I will post a link link for on the Club Cool Pod Twitter if you happen to be interested. Okay, let's keep going on these t- on these tips. All right, so I've talked about a blow dryer for longer styles. The other thing is products are not one size fits all. So I've, I, I go between different products depending on whether my mm-hmm. hair is long or short or whether I'm trying to do like a, you know, like a formal event slick back or whether I want like beachier hair, yeah. you know? 
So it's like when it's short, I have like matte clays and pastes. That's what I use. And when it's long, I have a, I have like something a little softer that isn't it doesn't have as much hold. And uh, if, if if you're trying to get like the the longer top part to like stay back, you need hairspray. Mm-hmm. And then if you want something that that looks like supernatural, you might want to look into something like a salt spray, which adds like texture to your hair, but doesn't actually add like any type of like hold or finish that's interesting yeah i didn't know that yeah so that's so so you can't just like buy like the bedhead gel and expect that to work for every single hairstyle that you want to do okay um i stopped washing my hair every day Mm -hmm. four or five years Mm -hmm. ago every time i was in the shower i'm shampooing and conditioning yeah it's not not good for your hair and conditioning you were doing both i was doing both almost every time wow so this is again, this is this is case by case and person by person because some people have really oily and greasy hair or maybe you're like putting in a two hour workout every day and like you're sweating your ass off. So like different situations call for different things. But generally, generally, you really only need to wash and condition your hair like every two or every three days. Mm-hmm. And the thing like what, what, what the, the deal here is that washing your hair like dries it out and pulls out all of your natural oils out of it. So it's really easy to like dry out your hair mm-hmm. and then it doesn't want to, then it doesn't want to lay as well. It doesn't want to style as well. It doesn't look as natural and it's not as healthy and it's not as healthy. So, um, so yeah, if you're, if you're shampooing your hair every day and, and, and it's not working for you, just try not doing it. I, I mean, it, it it's going to feel like a little weird at first, but you, it just, you don't, you can get it wet. You just, you just wet it and shower yeah. like normal. You just don't shampoo it uh, and condition it. I'm every other day. Yeah. I'm an every other day boy. And so it, 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 it'll just, it, it, and your hair will eventually get used to that as well. And it'll just look more natural and, and healthier and better and fuller on like a more regular basis. All right. The last thing here on my list that I want to talk about is the price of your haircut in the various places that you can go. And I, I think I've come up with a good analogy here. Look, I pay a lot for my haircuts. I, I, I've got the type of hair that, it's hard to describe in like a podcast setting, but it shows cuts really, really easily. So if it's not like very, very blended and layered, especially like in these longer like side and back parts, you can like see the cut marks. Mm -hmm. So unless somebody really is like familiar with my hair and knows what they're doing, my hair is going to look, my cuts are going to look bad. And so I, I find somebody that I'm very comfortable with and then inevitably their price starts going up and I'm like stuck in between a rock and a hard place because going back down the totem pole to like a less expensive stylist is like starting over from scratch and I know I'm probably going to deal with a couple bad haircuts. Um, so here's my analogy. You got three different things. You've got like your super cuts, your sport clips, your eight, nine, $15 places, You've got your traditional barber shops, you know, red and white things spinning out front. Maybe yep. you get a straight shave in there as well. <clears throat> and then you've got your salons. And and here's what I'd say. Here's how I'm going to compare these. Supercuts, your cheap haircuts, this is minor league pitching. Mm-hmm. Okay? the the These people that are cutting your hair there, like there's a reason that they're not fetching 150 bucks a pop at a nice salon. They're fresh out. It's because they're not good enough. They're fresh out the the, the joint. Right. Like, like school. It, this is either a hobby or they, they don't have as much schooling or they're still learning or mm-hmm. or what have you. But if they were good enough, they'd be at the salon collecting a lot more money per haircut. 
Sure. So just like by their very nature. Now, I'm not saying you maybe you find a diamond in the rough at one of these places, somebody that just works really well with your hair and that works for you. I'm not like as as Will DeFree, our friend Will DeFreeze would say, I'm not poo pooing people getting I hate that. <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm you know, I'm not salting the people or any of you guys out there that choose the cheaper haircut. I'm just I'm just telling you what that is like those people are not the the people that are working there and cutting hair there are not going to be as able to like give you something new or give you yeah, something different don't or like, go in there expecting to have your life changed exactly go in there with tempered expectations and exactly fun. okay then we've got barbers all right this is what i'm the barbers are situational relievers or closers <laughs> <laughs> they are good at what they do, but it's a it's a very it's a specialty. Uh-huh. Like if you're getting faded up, if you're getting a high and tight, if you're getting a crew cut, if you're getting a like a side part, like it basically like a very classic basic men's haircut that people have been cutting for a hundred years now. Mm-hmm. Barbershops are great, but uh, like and they will do that really well. You can go into a barber shop and be like, all right, I want to. Two on the sides, faded up to a three, and then two inches on top. Mm-hmm. Like they can execute. But once again, if you're looking for something like drastically different than what you have, or if you or if you want a great styled haircut, again, this is not really the place. Okay. If I may, please, producer Micah. Thank you, Barrett. Um, I, I, I'm I'm loving your analogy so far. I'll just say one of the joys of being an adult in a city that you've been in for a little while is that you have your guy and it could be a person in a salon that you pay $150 to. It could be, it, it could be a guy uh, that fades you up for 50 bucks, which is what I do. My man, Casey over at Zeus, uh, <laughs> he, he fades me up and uh, there's nobody I would trust to fade me up other than Casey. But at the same time, I'm not paying Casey to do anything else to my hair. Right. And I respect that he probably, he could try. But that's not what that's not his job. He is a situational reliever. I love the analogy. And and but it is there is so such joy when you find your guy and you can just text him and be like, Hey, I need some availability next week. Can you get me? And you know he, you know exactly what you're gonna get. And yep. you trust this person. And this is something that women I, I feel like women I've always been around have this it's much more common for women to have this. Yeah. They have their hairdresser. My girlfriend has now lived in Austin for six months. She still will only get her haircut when she's in New York. Wow! Right, and, uh, and like that's that's what she feels comfortable with. That's what she wants. And having that relationship means something. And uh, once I I never knew how much I needed it until I had it, and I'm so glad that I do. Yeah, yeah. If if you guys are out there in smaller towns or, or places where there's not like a whole, you know, plethora of options here for getting your haircut, I, I was gonna say like. Ask ask your girlfriend or ask some girlfriends like where they're getting their haircut. The the only problem with that, as Micah just alluded to, is that I know more than than just your than just Boo Boo that is like going back to their hometown to get their haircut. Still, that is definitely a popular that mm-hmm. I, girls do that though if they're from Dallas or Houston. Although to be fair, a lot, a lot of them will go back to Dallas or Houston you know, to get their, are haircut. their haircut once a month, and yeah. women often maybe twice a year or yeah. something. So, you know, it's a little bit more substantial, but yeah. the, the difference, the, the difference in joy I have when I text Casey and I say, Hey, do you have any availability for Friday? And he says, yes. As opposed to like, Oh, I, I'm going to get off. I'm going to sneak out of work early on Friday and go to the local, uh, you know, 
Bird's Barbershop or Supercuts or whatever it yeah. is, or Sport Clips. It's just like it's so much higher. <laughs> I know what I'm going to get as opposed to when you're dealing with a with a you know, baseball is a funny game. That's why I like this analogy so much. <laughs> and I'm I'm almost done. But you can take a minor league pitcher and put him in a major league game, and he might get three outs. Right, that's true. But he might blow up. <laughs> like he he might be he might have the stuff. He just doesn't have it yet. Yeah. So you you're just you know finding that person is very important. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And just to finish the analogy here, when you go to a salon, when you go to a a, a higher end place that is like specializing in in not just cutting hair, but styling it. That that is the high paid starting major league baseball pitcher. That's the person that's going from inning one to inning seven or doing the complete game shutout and they're adaptable. They see all sorts of hitters, in mm-hmm. this case people that want different <clears throat> hairstyles. Yeah. They're familiar with trends. They're paying attention to celebrities. They're going to workshops and like doing various things. That's like a whole industry. Every time I get my I get my haircut. At, at my place like my, my stylist has been like off to like you know wherever vegas yeah there's to, a lot of to vegas do shit. like some conference and some big styling event you know yeah. like it's a whole it's a whole industry that these people are are keyed into and they're constantly like they're 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 getting better all the time mm-hmm. you know they're they're doing they're continuing to teach they're continuing to learn and that's why they're able to to do more and especially if you're out there and you're and you're like I'm tired of my hair. I've been getting the same old thing for four years now. I want it radically different. I want to change. I want to do something crazy and cool or whatever. That's why you probably need to go and spend a little bit more money at one of these salons with stylists that are that are in tune with doing that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk after this. I need to. <laughs> I need to make a switch. I there's think. no. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Like like Micah just said. Like he's got. He knows what works for him. He's not changing up his hairstyle. He's got something really simple that he that he likes and it's easy. And there's no reason for him to change. Like yeah, and I'm I've, mostly speaking to guys out there that are unhappy with what they've got yeah. or want to make a change. My hair is too short right now to do much with. But <clears throat> like I said on previous episodes, I'm growing it out. And I'm trying to avoid the the helmet head, which is a problem when you have curly hair. Um, and then once I get to that phase in my life, I'm probably going to have to to upgrade. Yeah, you know the girl that I have right now is great, but um, she has a very simple job right now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Anyways, those are my basic building blocks of changing up your hair or getting a new hairstyle or 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 just achieving exactly what it is that you're going for or what you want and let's move on to our next to the next part of the podcast we've got a sneaker conundrum here phil Ooh, yeah so i get a lot of dms emails voicemails what have you guys want to get into the sneaker game right yeah. we talk about it a lot it's very fun it's all over instagram it's all over social media it's like a big gateway drug type thing into like this whole fashion and style thing and, and and it's an easy place to like start. The problem is, and and, and what with the question that I get a lot is like, where should I start? What should I buy first? Like, what what's a good sneaker that I need to get into? But here's the thing: you guys want cool hyped sneakers, but what you need <laughs> is the not hyped, simple, more classic stuff. Yes. And here here's why that is. So, so uh, one one of you emailed me. I, I got an email. 
that was basically like he was looking at Epic Reacts, which is like a Nike fly knit running shoe. He was looking at Ultra Boost. He was looking at a Pure Boost from Adidas, Adidas, a few other things like that. But his style, he told me, was slim denim, flannels, T-shirts, chinos, like your basic, like just good classic guy wardrobe, right? Mm-hmm. You can't wear Ultra Boost with jeans. Mm-hmm. You can't wear a running shoe with chin- with chinos and like have it look cool. And and his question was basically like, if I'm gonna get into this to a hype sneaker or to like a cool, you know, techie looking thing, can I can I fit that into my regular everyday wardrobe or do I need to like buy track pants? And my short answer to him was basically, yeah, you need the track pants, <laughs> you, it, because it, if that's the type of sneaker that you want. Because if you go and you buy like some new chunky sneaker or, or an Air Max 98 or, uh, you know, the, the Puma Thunder that's out there right now or, you know, just any of these like the, the element react with the transparent uh, uppers. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't just put these on with your dark denim jeans and a flannel and have it go together. I agree. It doesn't it, it doesn't work. You do need like either like a very like you, you basically need to be really familiar with style and you need to have like more modern type stuff or you need to be heavy on the athleisure you know what i mean mm-hmm. to like really make this stuff work for mm-hmm. your for your everyday go-to wardrobe i think that um so i agree and i also disagree because i do wear ultra boost with black denim mm-hmm. however the black denim that i wear them with shows my ankles yeah. So I think that if you have any sort of stacking going on with any of these athletic shoes, it's a no go. Yeah. But and that's what you're alluding to with the the track pants. Most of those are pretty, you know, high water esque. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't get too long. Don't get any stacking going on on top of those. And mainly, what we're about to get into, I would stay away from them until you can get a nice base going with yeah. these other shoes. Yeah. And and one of my notes here is like. You, you basically your style should be pretty advanced and which is where i would put you like you know like you have a pair of black jeans that's cropped right you know what i mean Specific like not for every, those ex, yeah exactly right. you've also got mm-hmm. other pairs of black jeans that stack a little bit that you'd mm-hmm. wear with mm-hmm. boots or cons or whatever mm-hmm. and so it you know that that's if you look at like some of the fit pics that i post when i'm wearing like that air max or the air vapor max plus are what i have like the with the massive air bubble sole or an air max 98 or even like those kind of like crazy runners from ami that i get a lot of questions about like i'm almost always wearing those with shorts yeah or sweats or like something like a track pant or like a techie mm-hmm. cargo th- type thing that we've talked about mm-hmm. um so 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 keep that in mind here it's like if, if you want to dive in to that world of like these techie sneakers that are mostly performance looking and not really very like traditional or classic or simple. Don't wear them with like your everyday wardrobe. You need to that that's that stuff goes with athleisure and more modern or like kind of the weirder stuff that's out there. Okay. All right. That's what you want is, is, is all that crazy stuff. What you need is the everyday, basic, casual type sneaker that does look good with the wardrobe that you have. When I'm wearing jeans or chinos or like my regular everyday stuff, I'm not I'm not in some like hyped up, you know, Nike or Adidas sneaker. I'm in something like 
something that goes with everything mm-hmm. and that I can get any day of the week and that sometimes costs a little, sometimes costs a lot. But if you DM me and you ask me about sneakers, what I'm normally suggesting is here's what here I've got a long list here and I'm I'm going to post like a screenshot of this list so that you can look it up and reference it. But I'll read them off right now. It's an Adidas Gazelle, an Adidas Campus. Adidas Campus is probably my favorite. That's one that I'm big on right now. The Nike Blazer, the Nike Kill Shot from J Crew, which is out of stock right now but always comes back in in into play. Uh Converse All-Stars, low or high. I especially like the ones that I have right now that are the collaboration with Comme de Garçon. They have the big red heart on the side. It's one of my most reached four pairs of sneakers right now. You've got the Greats Royale, the Coeo Capri. On the higher end, you've got Alain Ben Capto, Common Projects Achilles, Golden Goose Superstar. Anything from Vans, an authentic, an old school, a slip-on. You've got your chunkier kind of like trail runners, like the Carhu Fusion, New Balance 997 or 998. And then you've got like some other stuff that that almost slides in with like your business casual wardrobe really well too. And that's like, there's one from Banana Republic called the Nicholas. There's the Echo Soft 8. There's the Kohan Grand Pro, the Walker from from uh, Fry Boots, and so many more out there. But what all these sneakers have in common is that they're usually in like very muted, neutral, tonal color palettes. They have some type of like retro vibe to them. They, they they don't have some weird soul that you know, they they're usually modeled off of something really, really classic like an Adidas Stan Smith or a Converse All Star. And these are the type of sneakers that you gotta start with. Because they because you want something versatile. You want something that that you can that you can wear with shorts and a t shirt, but that also on Friday night when you're getting ready to go out to dinner or go to a bar that you can put on slim jeans and a flannel with, you know, because otherwise it's just going to sit in your closet. Or if you do try to pair something funky or crazy or performance heavy with your regular everyday wardrobe, you will look like a goon or even worse, an out of touch dad. And nobody wants that. Not if you're trying to look good. Okay. So we will post more about some of these sneakers on the Instagram account. Uh, If you have any, you know, specific questions about any of these things, always you can get at me dms at club cool pod or at barrett dudley and that's it for the sneaker conundrum talk let's take a quick break we're going to talk about another sponsor and then finally we're going to get into our final segment that i think will be a great discussion all right dylan shivery here host of the mailbag podcast we are now live on our own feed you can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, during the mailbag, we uh, we field questions from you guys, our listeners. We get into any kind of real-life stuff you want to talk about. All topics are on the table. So thank you for finding us, and please tell a friend. Uh, subscribe, rate us five stars, and review it. And uh, thanks for listening. Club Cool is also brought to you today by Rowdy Gentlemen. I know you've heard of this brand. You've heard us talk about it a lot. There's a lot of great stuff on this website. And for a long time, Rowdy Gentlemen has been our kind of in-house lifestyle and clothing brand. There's still a lot of awesome stuff that definitely fits that description on the site. And here, I'll just give you the code straight up. It's CC30 for 30% off. 
This works all month long. You know it's November. That means it's Black Friday time. That means it's about to be sale season. CC30 works for 30% off your entire order all month. Okay? But here's something that you should know about Ready Gentlemen. It's really more of our merch destination at this point. We are pumping out new ideas every week. We're hosting all sorts of brainstorms and coming up with like new cool product ideas and t-shirt releases. And that's that's what Rowdy Gentleman is for us now. So it's one of the best ways that you can support us here at Grand X Media and help us continue bringing better and better content. So check it out. It's RowdyGentleman.com. We're releasing new stuff every week. There's a lot of great fall t-shirts and hats. Now, they, there will be specials all month, pretty much every Thursday and Friday, where, you, where I know this Thursday and Friday, it's BOGO hats. So you buy one, get one, and you will not be able to stack that code. You won't be able to stack CC30 on top of BOGO hats Thursday and Friday. But let's say you want to make a bigger purchase, or you like t-shirts, or you like a crew neck sweater, or you like flags, or anything else that's on that site, CC30 for 30% off. Checking out the stuff from from Rowdy Gentlemen again, it's what it's one of the biggest ways that you can support us here at Grand X. So check it out. If we do, we we might be releasing some Club Cool hats very soon, probably December. But still, that's just a place to keep an eye out for it. Anyways, give it a look. See if there's anything that you like on there. It's all great stuff. It's very comfortable. RowdyGentlemen.com. You can use CC30 for thirty percent off your entire purchase. All right, and we're back for our final segment. I'm calling this thing Buying the OG, okay? And what we're going to talk about here is like brands or places or things that like started something and what it means when that kind of like trickles down and and other brands and other places start doing the same thing. So let me just read the prompt from the listener. He says, I'm a big believer in going to the company who originated or championed a product when possible. Want duck boots? Buy L.O. Bean. Want desert boots? Go Clarks. So in the case of the cowboy boots, his DM was specifically in regards to like our fashion cowboy talk, basically. So in the case of the cowboy boots or other fashion pieces, I would be inclined to go to sort of the old blood boot makers instead of a high-end maker of boots. Do you agree with that approach? Is high fashion all about clothes that mimic another style or the originator of a style reproduced by those high fashion companies of today? And I just thought it was really interesting question to think about because it obviously happens a lot and when we're talking about style and and fashion like you know everything comes from something right there's there aren't really any garments you you can't produce a new garment at this point really right Mm -hmm. like we've got shirts and jackets and pants and shorts and shoes and Mm -hmm. hats and that's it. Like we're not like creating a new finger shirt or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just that'd be tight. Like I uh, and and some of the really really like classic inspiration for today's clothing in general is military based. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of it is based on like mm-hmm. military uniforms and stuff like that. Um but so so we we take heritage pieces or styles that were you know of their time and we make them modern. Like that's what like fashion and style basically does. But so he's got a great point. Duck boots. L.L. Bean does them best, right? Like mm-hmm. they started that. So should you buy the versions from Sperry or from whoever else is out there making duck boots? For the desert boots, Clark's does a great job. They've been doing it forever. Like they, 
but that's obviously a very popular style that a million other brands now have a version of. So, you know, what's your kind of take on this? When you're looking at something that you know one brand like did famously or does specifically or did first, are you inclined to go to that brand? Um, I have no brand loyalty because I'm a millennial trash. (laughs) But that being said, like, okay, L.L. Bean, Duck Boots. I, I totally respect that they were the inventors, more or less, of those and probably make the the highest quality duck boot right i would say but if i can find that particular style in a comparable qual- uh, quality that fits me better i'm going to go with that yeah it's all about to me it's about if if it fits better or and or looks better on me that's what i'm going with yeah yeah so okay so here's something that you sh- that that you should know first a lot of people get some sticker shock with with a high-end designer right Mm -hmm. like oh my god how could you ever pay x price for a jacket Mm -hmm. for a shirt whatever Mm -hmm. and with these really expensive clothes and especially with designers like you do get good materials and you get good craftsmanship and you usually get good quality Mm -hmm. but that's not really what you're paying for because you can get all of those things from some of these heritage brands that specialize in something or focus completely on quality, right? Like L.L. Bean duck boots are going to last you 25 years. They're 100 bucks Absolutely. or 125 bucks. Like they've nailed down the quality there. And didn't they have that policy that they just did away with where they would take back anything yeah, pretty, no matter yeah. how long uh-huh. I believe you so. had it? It's incredible. So what you're, what you're actually paying for is cut and shape and the design that went into it, and then the cachet of the name. So, like, one of my examples here is the classic moto leather jacket. Like, Shot. Great. The brand, the brand Shot, S-C-H-O-T-T, is the brand that that basically originated the style of jacket, which mm-hmm. is called a Perfecto. And they do it unbelievably well. They use, like, heavy, durable calf leather. They're... they're, they're their product is great and will last you decades. But I but I can't buy that shot leather jacket and expect that it's going to fit and look like the Saint Laurent D02. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so that's where that's where a big part of this comes into play. Are you looking for function or are you looking for fashion? And that's so that's one of like the turning points that like, like, you know, I, I can fall on both sides of this argument, but that's one of like that. That's where the pendulum swings is whether I'm looking for something functional or whether I'm looking for something fashionable. And there are occasionally where the OG fits both. And I think L.O. Bean is a great example of that. I think duck boots look really cool and, and are awesome for wet weather, especially if you're outdoors or hunting or, you know, in a marshy lake spot or in the up in the northeast in maine stomping around like you know what i mean like yeah. like in the situation that that where they're called for they look great if i wanted a, if i wanted duck boots i'd go to ll bean they look mm-hmm. great i know that they make the best one there's not really kind of like you said none of those reasons come into play for me to want another version of that yeah i guess but 
something like an M65 military jacket, like you've talked about, mm-hmm. like, you, like you're looking to add to your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. You can go to like a military surplus store and get a traditional M65 mm-hmm. made out of like some crazy heavy duck canvas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you're going for. Because in that case, you're not really after the function of that military jacket. You're after the look. You want it to look good and feel good and fit you well and, you know, like present in a certain way. Exactly. And so that, you know, that's that that's kind of the difference, I think. So uh, this listener's question was kind of specifically in regards to the cowboy boots. And as I've talked about, at length, like I've got great pairs of Lucchese boots that I love to death, but the shaft is so high and wide that I have trouble finding the good slim jeans that I want to fit on top of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like what what I'm going to get if I go with like a, a designer cowboy boot basically is I'm going to get something that is designed and cut and fits under slim denim because that's because that's the point is fashion mm-hmm. rather than function. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, and, then, and then you've got things kind of like in the middle ground. Like a Clark's Desert boot is great, but they're not, they're not reinventing the wheel with that thing. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one where it's like if you want traditional good looks from a trustworthy brand – absolutely go with clark's but if you're looking for a different spin on things you want a slightly different shape you want a little bit sleeker of a silhouette you want a chunkier sole you want a color that they don't offer so so there it's just really kind of situational here based on what you're after what you're looking for it's more i think that it can be not i don't know if this is right or wrong but you can almost sum it up in that if you're going for the fashion, if you're going to swing towards the fashion side of this, it's going to be more of a unique piece. Yeah. Typically. Right. For instance, like what you were talking about with, with the desert boots, uh, th- they're probably going to have a, a wider shaft that's not going to fit, like you were saying, underneath the, the on more the, modern... On the cowboy boots or desert boots? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, on the cowboy boots. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, but if you, if you go with like, um, um, you know, an expensive brand and somebody that's more of the time, like a Miri, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not that he does cowboy boots. Right. But he does a, some Western looking stuff. Right. right. That he has. And that's specifically what I was looking for is something that would fit under the jeans and add a little bit, uh, a different like hardware on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. You're just not going to find that if you go with just straight up function. Yeah. So, so I've I've got function or fashion is kind of one of the thi- one of the things that this argument hinges on, and then the other piece of it is is kind of similar, but it's 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 just a step over. It's adjacent to the function or fashion thing, but it's look versus authenticity. You know, so th- that's another kind of thing that that I can point to with like the Western boots. Like, yeah, if you go with, like, Justin or Tony Lama or Lou Casey or Old Gringo or Red Wing or something, mm-hmm. you're definitely getting something that is that is authentic. Like, these are brands that were made for Western wear. They were made for guys stomping around on ranches or riding bulls or doing, you know, doing whatever, doing, like, that type of thing. Now, in modern days, like, obviously, we're, their Cavenders is selling thousands of pairs of Western boots, and so it's mass marketed and mainstream but but still they're they're 
their origin and their her- the heritage of those brands remains like in, in doing something that was purposeful. So you're getting authenticity with those type of brands. You're buying Western boots from a Western brand. So, but if, but like you're saying with like the Amiri or a St. Laurent pair or a Calvin Klein pair, like you're buying those versions of them for their look because mm-hmm. they look differently. Mm-hmm. And so it, again, it's basically just another way to frame function or fashion. Um, there's another, there's another kind of segue here because a lot of you are asking me about barber jackets or wax cotton jackets in general. And typically the question is like whether I like them or think they're fashionable a or B are there alternatives that you should consider the first, the first part is, yeah, that's like an item that's never, it's honestly never really in style but it's never really out of style. <laughs> like it's such a classic piece that, you know, maybe maybe that kind of like British colonial look like peaks during certain eras, but it never really hits like big dips either. I mean, it's it, it's just like a very it's 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 timeless. That word gets thrown around thrown around a lot in fashion, but this is a piece that I genuinely think is like wearable at all times in every year ever, mm-hmm. basically. And this is one where I'm where I'm gonna tell you to probably just go with Barber, like it, th- that's what they do, man. Barber is a company that makes waxed cotton jackets, and so they're 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 and I know they have like a whole line of clothing now, but like that's what they do best. That is that is what the brand is built upon, and it looks great, and they do their job really well. So there's not really a whole like a big reason to look for something different. I'll throw out one other brand that does do some wax cotton cotton stuff, but it's another heritage brand that's been doing this for a hundred years, and that's Bellstaff. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and basically, like what you're very very similar styles, but Barber basically has like a hunting British countryside edge to it, and Bellstaff has like a British motorcycle edge to it. So, you know, you re- you really can't go wrong with either of those. Uh, I think somebody asked about like maybe like an alternate on Huckberry.com and it's probably fine. If you like the way it looks, I'm not, then that's great. Um, and uh, Huckberry is like a trustworthy site that I-, I think pairs function and fashion together really well. Usually like it's very kind of like, it's got an outdoorsy spin and lean to it. So I, I do typically think that they're stocking products that they believe in, but you know, if what you're after is that classic barber look, you're probably going to be disappointed if you try to like get that look from somebody else at the gap. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not that concerned about it, if you're like, Oh, like I like the look, but you know, don't want to spend three fifty. like, okay, fine. You can try something else, but you will, it's not really going to fill that void in your life. Like you're going to have that hole in your heart yeah. where a barber's supposed to be. <laughs> And it's only going to be like one eighth filled because because you didn't get what you wanted, and that's going to last you a lifetime. Yeah. Um. I, I, another we've talked about the Western boots, how like designers are doing the Western thing, maybe not as 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 well as some of these, or or, or maybe not as authentically or originally as the as the OG Western brands did, but with better looks. Another thing that I'm seeing a lot of specifically with a brand that we mention a lot, John Elliott, mm-hmm. they look to do a lot of things that look very technical, 
or performance based stuff like stuff like uh like uh rain resistant or water resistant outerwear pull tabs all pull over tabs everywhere. yeah and it's it, it's like it looks good but if you're trying to stay dry in the rain <laughs> you need to go to arcteryx or patagonia <laughs> yeah like you need like and and that's so that that's just another piece of this equation is is like or it's actually the same piece again it's function versus fashion like you looking for something functional that is actually going to keep you dry that is actually going to keep rain out like that you're actually going to like do mm-hmm. active outdoorsy stuff in then you go with the taped seams and the outdoor brand and the lifetime warranty and and, and all that that you get from like Patagonia Arcteryx if you're looking for that look but in a fashionable way to stunt with walking down the streets of, of your town or to put on your Instagram or to look fly as hell, then you can buy the John Elliott technical mm-hmm. wear. You know what I mean? Which is what I do. I have no, I have no functional wear. <laughs> I'm full of shit. We were, we were in New York. <laughs> we were in New York. Um, and it was, I, I can't remember. I think it was, it was probably January. No, it was December. It was freezing. And, I don't have the functional stuff to bring out there. Like I know you have uh, the the Canadian. Uh huh. Yep. And I want like so I just don't have room for it in the closet. Yeah. I wish that somebody out there would invent a rent the runway for men's <laughs> wear. Does doesn't rent the runway? I'm I don't sure know if it rent does. The runway but, has men's, but if it does, I don't I don't know about it. Yeah. So I could rent the jacket for the trip. I, I just don't have any. Do you you know what I read? I, I man, I cannot. I'll have to look this up. I can't remember, but there is a there is a hotel. I think it might actually be in Canada. It's in maybe it's in like Vancouver or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a super nice, expensive boutique hotel. But one of the amenities there is that they have Canada Goose jackets for the guests to wear. Wow, <laughs> love funny, that. How funny is that? Love that. They just have like. A bunch of different sizes and like some of the tradition whatever like the uh, you know yeah. traditional canada goose are and if you don't if you don't have one you know god, to for, god for god forbid <laughs> but if you don't and you're at this hotel and you're in you know polar cap canada or whatever you can just go to the valet and they just hook Incredible. you up here wear this one for the day we were um going to go to the canada goose store in soho and Quickly turned around when there was a large mob protesting in front of the store, <laughs> throwing shit at people that were going. In. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, that that's a good time to avoid the Canada Goose yeah. store, lest you end up with red paint on your uh, one thousand dollar jacket that you just walked out with. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, last time I did. Last time I wore that thing. Like mine has like that. You know, the, it's got the little fur trim. Mm. I, I left the fur trim. At Shame home. on you. I, yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I took that, I took that thing off and and just wore it. Without with no fur, no fur trim. But uh, anyways, good thing to think about. It's a good fashion question because obviously, you know, when 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 high design does pull from from authentic pieces of inspiration, it does raise the question: Well, should you go with the authentic or should should you go with something new? And as we've discussed here, it really depends on whether you're after the authentic the authenticity and the function or whether you're after a specific unique look and the fashion piece of this if you're listening to this show and you're asking yourself that same question and have thought about it at length you've already answered the question you want to go with the fashion piece (laughs) you want to go with the higher quality and the higher price tag piece that's going to fill the void 
it's going to last you longer and it'll damn sure look better in in some occasions and then in others and others like bean boots and barber it's right just yeah, like, yeah yeah okay know. right yeah yeah but yeah all right guys don't forget next week vxx v20 we are going to do big plaid coats you can follow the club cool podcast on instagram and twitter at club cool pod we're on spotify we're on soundcloud we're on apple podcasts share it with your friends uh if you've got a free moment maybe right now look down at your phone not if you're driving but it but but if you're at you know if you've got a minute look down rate leave us a review even if you're feeling really generous be great for us be, be great nice. for me it would really nice. boost my ego <laughs> anyways we will be back next week with v20 this is the club cool podcast thank you so much we'll see you next week bye bye